welcome to episode number 39 of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ. This is where we take the time to talk about our identity as Christians and how that works in the world in which we live. This is Brian Dill, and here with me as always is the gregarious Jackson Wells. Bonjour. <laughs> gregarious is French, apparently. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that one of the words you know? Is that you I know that one? I know bonjour. Or gregarious? Yeah, yeah. No. No? No. <laughs> Gre- we, don't we use a Gregorian calendar? Uh, well, that Does is that have anything no relation it? whatsoever. <laughs> Gregarious. That was so. Gregarious was always one of those SAT words when I was when I was in high school. That oh, was one you needed to know yeah. for all those uh, analogies or, or whatever they were. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it just means friendly. Oh, you know, okay. Outgoing, you know, I, that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm gregarious. <laughs> I like that. One. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is my last Monday. The day that this episode is releasing is my last Monday in Hopkinsville. But for our three listeners, uh, <laughs> don't worry. Jackson and I have been working to create a, a backlog of episodes that we're going to continue uh, or that will continue to be released past right. uh, the time of when I'm, I am moving. And so hopefully that will uh, satisfy you folks Hope, for a hopefully. while. Hopefully. We'll figure out what happens after that. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, let's get this episode started. All right, so Jackson, uh, no, you know, no matter how excited uh, you ever are for a new work, mm-hmm. um, something that you will find whenever those days come is that it is still always very hard to leave. It is very difficult. Yeah, I can imagine to, to say goodbye and to. Uh, move on because it's just you know you're leaving behind so many things that that you still love and so many people that you still love and and so it's sad and uh, you know when I made the announcement had to make the announcement it was tough it always is yeah uh, every the three times I've had to make that announcement have been very very difficult I was also told though mm-hmm. that your most recent sermon uh-huh you were talking about your sister's wedding, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got a little choked I, up in yeah. the sermon, <laughs> which is totally fine. That's a yeah. perfectly acceptable thing. So what I what went through my mind, especially concerned as we think about our our topic today, what gets you choked up? Like uh, what kinds of things get get dude, you uh, teared up a little bit? There are all kinds of things. <laughs> like used to, I would say, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna cry, you know, <laughs> right, but. I, I cried. I cried one time in a sermon when I was like twenty. Yeah. Or yeah. No, it was the it was the day after I turned twenty one. Okay. I preached. It was the last sermon that I ever preached at Horton Chapel. Right. Before I knew that I was moving, and I was talking about you know people that had influenced me, like people that were still living at right. Chapel that had influenced sure. me, people who've gone on, you know, my aunt Jonelle, and so sometimes when I think about people who have you know been been leaders in my life, I'll, I'll get a little bit emotional, especially if I'm not able to talk to them anymore, you know? Right. Um, but like last weekend at the wedding, <laughs> you know, Maria's walking down the aisle and I hadn't cried one time. There've been a couple of moments where I was like, oh man, it's kind of sad. I'm, you know, 
losing a sister, but you know, I was yeah. like, I would, I would immediately be like, I'm not losing a sister. I'm getting no, a brother. That's you know? right. Absolutely. <laughs> I always wanted a brother. Um, and, and so I would stop myself, but then like, I was like, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. And then, you know, it, but it was, it was happiness. And sure. Um, yes. I mean, more time, more times than not, it, it's not, I'm not crying or, or being sad out of happiness like that. That's, I would say pretty rare for me. Um, but you know, they're, they're every now and then I get, I get mad at myself sometimes whenever there's something that I know I should be able to do or do better. Right. Um, right. And I just want, like, I just want to get good at it. I, I'll, I'll get frustrated at myself and get upset, but you know, a lot, nobody ever sees that. Right. I try not to let anybody see that's that. when you're in the wood shop, right? Yeah. In the, yeah. In the woodworking shop. If you ever are by the, <laughs> hear the wood shop and just like some like really loud banging, <laughs> it's because I'm hammering something and you probably don't want to come in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about, what about you? Oh, I don't know. I think, I feel like it's totally unpredictable with me. Like I, yeah. I yeah, I feel like from from my experience with you, it's it's a lot of times related to family mm-hmm. and important family moments, that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, for me, man, different things will get me choked up, and and sometimes it depends on like maybe how tired I am. Oh uh, shoot! The, the reason on Sunday <laughs> that I cried was because I was dead tired. I've been at a wedding. I didn't get right. back till eleven thirty, and then I had to preach. Like. I mean, yeah, every, and, yeah. and that's like when, whenever I do a lot of times, that's what, that's what happened. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've done the same thing, you know, like, uh, at the end of a week of Bible camp, so exhausted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the things that I, uh, I've, I've started doing the last few years is, is, uh, making sure that we thank the director and as everybody's going home, last day of camp, such a boo-hoo day it anyway. Is. Everybody's, everybody's crying. crying. Yeah. And whatever. That's another thing. Yeah. Other people are crying. Yes. And I'm, mm. I'm either going to start crying or be like, you look stupid. You quit crying, yeah, yeah. you know, just like to try and lighten the situation. <laughs> but I get up and, and it, you know, we've thanked all the different people. We've gone through the whole list, you know, letting the parents know, here's the people who've done such a great job this week. You know, your, your kids had a great week because of these people. And uh, there used to be a guy that would always do this, but but he's actually passed away. And so I've kind of taken on the, yeah. the role of making sure that we thank the director. And yeah. and everybody's you know super appreciative uh, of our director and and uh, and that's always one of those moments like a couple years ago like I got up there and grabbed the microphone and then like I had to yeah. take the microwave phone away for a second and it was like I can't even get the words out yeah. what in the world like there there's been there have been times where like like for example on on Sunday I knew that I was going to talk about Maria and I knew that I was going to get emotional right. and I was like I. Don't know how to not like. That's right. I could do it. when whenever we said goodbye to Asher, like I hadn't cried about mm, him leaving yeah. until then, and it was just like, oh, well, I can't. Yes. And then like once it starts, it's like I need to just stop and recollect myself. Right. But I'm like, I just want to hurry up and get this over with. And so like what I'm saying probably doesn't make any sense, and it's just all <laughs> blubbered together, you know. Okay, so you know what the trick is? Have I, have, have we talked about this before? No. Why haven't you told me? This? <laughs> Keep a, a a bottle of water nearby okay if if you feel like that it may be one of those times if you just stop it, you because you know that not yeah. it's in your throat it if you stop and drink a little water it goes oh, away man. okay that was the only thing that got me through my dad's funeral wow uh was because i had that water with that me. is that is uh, <laughs> listen hey Southside, if you see me walk to the podium with a bottle of water you know it's about to get he, emotional right either that or he's sick <laughs> or i'm sick <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, let's get into the the meat of the week. You know, we were talking about crying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are trying to focus for a few episodes on the Beatitudes. And this week, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 4, it says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So the question we're asking is, am I a mourner? Am I a mourner? <laughs> now... That's a, that's a little bit of a difficult word to say, yeah. and it sounds right. <laughs> I think all kinds of things come to mind for me uh, when I hear the word mourn or mourning. And I think about the fact that in, in Jesus' day, in the ancient Near East, one of the more common things was to have professional mourners, like okay. yeah. paid people who would come and they would wail and they would weep and they would mourn with your family. I, from from our culture's perspective, that sounds like the weirdest thing That's in the bizarre. world. That's bizarre. Uh, and from what I read, uh, you know, this existed in Chinese culture as well, really? um, Egyptian culture, which I still think of as ancient why? Near East anyway. Yeah, why? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea why that was a thing. I probably didn't read enough, but there's, okay. I'm sure there's probably a reason. It just was but weird. And I mean, it, it, it has gone away. It definitely I mean. <laughs> has. I mean, and we treat death very, very differently than they used to anyway. So that's probably part of it. But I think of, you know, okay, that's that's a very different mourning process yeah. than what we would yeah. have today. Maybe it was something to do with, you know, making you feel like you're not alone. In yeah. your mourning, I guess your that's loss, good. I guess that's good. Which, which like, is good, yeah. yeah. I just want my friends to show up. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> I wrote down the the musical Wicked okay. has a has a song when uh, right right toward the beginning where the Wicked Witch dies. Okay, and uh, they're celebrating, and part of the song is no one mourns the wicked. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And so they're so they're like, ha ha, you know, we're totally fine that she's dead because no one mourns the wicked. <laughs> I, I just had it. I just had an idea. Oh no, um, we don't have an episode for Halloween, do we? Well, we had sort of an idea. Was it, was it going to be Am I Possessed or something? <laughs> that was one of the ideas. What if it was Am I Wicked? Am I Wicked? <laughs> am I Wicked? That okay. might that might be a little bit. I don't know if that'd be any easier than Am I Possessed? I don't I, know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look for that episode, y'all. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. If we get to it before the end of September. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, what else? Like, the mourning. What well, comes to mind? When, when I was thinking of it, it was really the, the sad stuff that happens to, to me. That's what I think right. of when I think of mourning to me or others. Mourning when, when somebody passes away. Mourning when uh, something happens to you that's out of your control and it affects your mental health, your your physical well-being maybe you lost a job or you were in an accident and it, and it keeps you from being able to have the the quality of life that you want right those are things that you mourn over sure um, and, and you know what the common denominator is in all of that is loss yes it's yes. always when you've lost something and mm-hmm. i think that's what we typically think of because you, right. you know from a from a psychology standpoint we think of the uh the, the, the stages of grief that you go through right. when you have lost something, mm-hmm. whether it is someone close to you or you've lost a job or you've lost, you know, people go through it when, when they go through a divorce or, mm-hmm. or something happens to their marriage. You know, there's, there, there's denial, um, anger, bargaining, depression, and then acceptance. Yeah. Uh, and it, 
doesn't always go in exactly that order, but right. but those are the stages that are that are very very common, and so that's that's kind of what goes through our minds, right? right? Is is losing something mm-hmm. we have lost, and so we mourn that loss, right? However, in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, which is where we are, if if you've been keeping up with what we've done recently, last last week we we looked at am I poor in spirit? This week we're looking, uh, or yeah, am I poor in spirit was the question we asked. This week we're looking at am I mourner? Jesus isn't talking about being sad about loss. It's it's different. Right. right. Um, and I in Isaiah sixty one, uh, which is used to describe or which is used by Jesus to describe why he is on earth in Luke chapter four. Um, one of the descriptions of the year of the Lord's favor is that he will comfort all who mourn. And it's an important passage because it reminds us that not all who mourn are mourning over a death or loss. Right. It's not, that's not what it's about. That's not what, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted, he's not talking about Blessed are those who mourn because their parents died, for they will be comforted. Yeah, of course they're going to be comforted. They're going to have people that come out to them, but that's not that's not what he's that's <laughs> right. not what he's talking about. Right. If you read Isaiah sixty one, it's about the people being oppressed. They're they're suffering because they they don't have the freedoms that they that they want. They, they they're not able to worship God like they want to. They're living in in an ungodly time, and the people mm, right. of God are mourning because they aren't able to live like they want to. That's right. Like they, 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 they should. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's a ton of mourning that is associated, directly associated with that. And and like we, we say that it's Jesus isn't talking about loss, and, and to a degree... It's a loss, and it could you could sure. you could go all the way back to we we've lost the perfect world, and because of mm. that, we're no we're no longer able to worship God like we are in Isaiah sixty one, or like that's what that's kind of what is going through sure, your mind. Sure, so it's a different framework for mourning. That's right. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's important that I think that we think about this as we read through the the Beatitudes, and don't just immediately assume that we're talking about the kind of mourning associated with a death because there's so much especially uh, in in the world in which we live today there's so much that we could mourn as we look around at the world and i think it also it ties very directly to the previous uh, verse in verse mm-hmm. 3 and the idea of being poor in spirit. Yeah. You know, poor in spirit, we talked about uh, in our in the previous episode or in the episode of talking about that, is the idea of acknowledging that we have sin in our lives, that we are spiritually bankrupt is one of the mm-hmm. common phrases that's used there. And it's important for us to accept that and understand just how in need of Jesus we are. So that's on the individual, the inner focus. Right. And then Jesus turns that outward and says, now look at the world around you. There's a lot to mourn about the yeah. world around us, yeah. especially as it relates to our ability to live godly lives. Yeah. Uh, and how how not focused on God <laughs> this world is. Yeah. Like, that, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, the, the, the cool thing about this is that Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. We're talking about loss. However, the world can, I don't want to say gain, but the world has, the people of the world have an opportunity to get to know 
God. Mm. They have an opportunity to to just like like that's so cool. And so we can mourn, but the the flip side is we can hopefully you do something about it. Right. Um a little bit. And we're 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 not going to be able to on our own convert the the rest of the world, but um and then even if we did that the, the evil still part of it. Sure. So um it, it it's it's unique. And, it, and I think there's just so many things that as we go through life and we look at the world we're just so disappointed. Yeah. It's hard not to be incredibly discouraged. Mm-hmm. And and I would say that that's the the type of mourning that we're talking about here is is the bemoaning the fact that the world is the way it is, you know, all the evil that's in this world yeah. and we get wrapped up in that pretty easily and, and worrying about, you know, what does this mean for my children or mm-hmm. my grandchildren? Well, the and the thing what, that was immediately going, so here, I guess here's a question for you. We have, we have the situation in America, I think that is, is somewhat problem, not somewhat is problematic. If you, if you go, if you go to a school, there's a uh, fear somewhat for, for kids Absolutely, it, it's not as safe as it used to be. That's right. right. And the world, the world's messed up. Like, why does it keep happening? Where we're having uh, school shootings? Why? Why do we need twelve SRO officers at each school? It's like, is <laughs> yeah. this supposed yeah. to be a safe place? And that's where one of the that's one of those things where we mourn. And so, my my right. question for you is: Do we continue to we we? I mean, I guess Jesus is saying, "Is blessed those who mourn," because we need to keep mourning those things. Because if we don't. We become hardened to those. Mm, we don't. Right. We don't care anymore. That's right. And and I'll like I'll admit like it, it's happened so often that it doesn't affect me the same way that mm. it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when Sandy Hook happened, okay. and I, I remember it scaring me. I was mm-hmm. still in school when that happened. Right. You know? Right. I remember when Virginia Tech happened. Like it it bothered me a lot. But it's happened so often that it's just, it, it kind of, it's on the back burner a little bit. But how, how do you keep that from happening? Yeah, I think that's part of why this is such an important verse for us to talk about, is the idea that, that we become jaded uh, or we become calloused to uh, the evils that are in this world. And so we don't, we don't give it a second thought. And uh, we just kind of either accept it as a part of, well, it's just the way the world is and there's nothing I can do about it or whatever. And, uh, and then we lose sight of, of what God really wants for this world. And right. that's dangerous, I think. Yeah. Because that's only going to encourage the continued downward spiral, I guess. Uh, and, and we should be a light in the world. Right. Yeah. I mean, we should be the ones who are encouraging people and trying to have an influence for good and, and an influence pushing in the opposite direction. And um, not that, like you said, not that we're going to be able to influence the entire world yeah. as an individual, <laughs> but we do our part and we continue to and. And it's okay to 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 still mourn those those events oh, and mourn uh, the the loss that exists there, now, because we, ultimately, what Jesus says is, you will be comforted. Yeah, 
when you you answered my question because like whenever I am sad, I don't want to stay sad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Um, and so we we're gonna the world isn't gonna magically overnight become this wonderful perfect Certainly. place. We need to understand that there is something that we can do to feel better, and it is doing God's work. It, it's being that light, and it's being that That's influence. Right. And and our comfort comes in Jesus Himself. Oh, you know, absolutely. You know, knowing knowing where we are going to spend eternity, uh, knowing how blessed we are because of Him, and and then also having the opportunities to share that with others. Uh, that's that's the comfort that I think comes comes to each of us that that Jesus mentions here, and uh, we've got to try and try to focus on that. You know, even though mourning is still going to happen, it is naturally going to, there are going to be tragic things in this life and there's going to be evil in the world around us. We still can be comforted uh, through Jesus. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do we answer the question, am I a mourner? Well, I hope you listen to what Jesus is saying. Understand what he's talking about here. Um, and, and answer this question, yeah, we need to be able to recognize uh, that the world is broken, but in him we will be comforted. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we really appreciate everyone who has taken the time to listen to this episode. We especially hope that you have uh, grown as a result and continue to grow in your faith. And especially we, we are praying that as you listen to these episodes that you will grow in your identity as a follower of Jesus. Have a blessed day.